Welcome to Bob Cargill's Marketing Show, a ridiculously awesome podcast bursting with insightful commentaries and intriguing conversations on the topics and issues that are on the minds of marketers, advertisers, social media, and PR professionals today. Hey everybody, this is Bob Cargill from Bob Cargill's Marketing Show. I am coming to you from a ridiculously awesome co-working space, a space where I get a lot of some of my best work done out of office in Hudson, Massachusetts, and I have a fantastic guest today, a friend from way back in the day. We actually graduated from high school at the same time. We were classmates. Can't believe it. It was a long time ago, and I guess it was 1976, Ed. I can can, uh, confess that. It makes me sound old, but but we we live young, and and age is very very relative. But but my guest is Ed McDonough. Ed and I graduated from Franklin High School in 1976. We have since led parallel professional lives. I think uh, we're both in marketing, social media. We 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 do kind of the same thing, but we we haven't our paths really haven't crossed too much over the years. Until recently, we we reconnected, we saw each other, and then Ed published a book, he sent me a copy of it, and I said, geez, Ed, you got to be on my podcast, and lo and behold, today is the day. Ed McDonough, folks, and he's going to tell you a little bit about his background. Ed, thanks so much for being here. Hey, Bob, thank you so much for having me today, and First, to start this off, I, I want to say I can't even believe we actually made it out of high school because back then things were yeah. crazy. Rough and but, tumble. <laughs> rough and tumble. <laughs> rough and tumble is right. Yeah, we might have some stories we could tell, but I don't know if I want to tell oh, them today. Boy, no, I don't. We'll save that for another one. <laughs> Please don't spill yeah. the beans. <laughs> uh, so uh, today I am the founder and uh, owner of EC Marketing Services, and our focus is primarily on email marketing but a very special kind of email marketing. Email marketing that brings revenue into businesses. Um, And so we can talk a little bit more about that. Uh, And uh, the company has been around since 2009. We hit our 10-year anniversary this January, so I'm pretty psyched about that. And it's awesome to be here. And again, thanks so much for having me today. You should be very proud, Ed, because I told you right before we got on air that you, you I was congratulating you on the book, and a, a book is something I've always wanted to write, and I am working on one right now. I have a two-year plan, and it's going to happen, and I'm, I'm really excited about it, but, but here I am congratulating you on this book, and then you say... Bob, it's my fourth, not not even my only book. So I, I'm like jealous. I'm I'm, I'm proud of you. I'm, I'm envious, and and I give you props because I I know as a writer uh, myself, I know how much work it is. So good for you, man. Yeah, thank you, thank you. And, uh, and tell us, we, we may may as well get right into the book because I I read it this week. It's it's a fairly quick read. But an extremely practical book. It's called The Email Marketing Advantage, Make More Sales More Often. And it literally gives away a template, how to a program and template, how to email market your business. I was so, so impressed. Tell, tell us about the book. Yeah, so um, the real um, premise behind the book is to show people how they can use email to generate revenue for their business. So uh, in my company, we primarily work with uh, service type businesses. So businesses uh, like uh, dentists, chiropractors, day spas, med spas, uh, auto repair, businesses that see a lot of clients on a regular basis and are building the email list but do not have a method to turn the money that's into that, that list into 
uh, or turn, turn the potential revenue into that list, into cash that comes into their business. And so what the book does is it actually shows you how to do that using a strategic uh, system that we developed with thousands and thousands of tests over a couple years. Uh, we found a system that works really, really well that will help folks uh, be able to write an email sequence that will bring people into their business. And it can be transformed to businesses that aren't service businesses. Um, we've used it with mortgage, insurance, real estate. Um, so there's, there's a lot of potential to that. Where did you, so you say you did, I think I heard thousands of tests, so you've done a lot of tests. How did you get the initial idea for this email program? Was it based on past experience? In other words, how did it all start? It's a great question. So uh, jump back a couple of years, and I was actually doing um, Facebook advertising in the fitness industry. So what we were doing is we were advertising um, a free uh, 10-day pass for gyms. And during that process, what happened was the gyms were building email lists. And so I started to inquire, what are you doing with those email lists? You know, uh, do you have lists of past clients that we could do some client reactivation with them? And the answer was yes. They were building these big lists, but they were doing nothing with them at all. Fascinating. So, wow. so um, I decided that I wanted to own all the technology in my business. So, you know, Facebook advertising is an awesome uh, market. It's a, it's a tool that just about any business can use. But unfortunately, you don't own the platform. And so I wanted to own the platform. So what I did was I went out and built my own email marketing platform. It's called the Quantum Email Marketing Platform. Um, and I used that platform to uh, not only get clients for myself, but also help my clients use email marketing to bring revenue into their business. So you have your own platform. When I think of email marketing platforms, and I could be mistaken, I'm going to name a few if that's yeah, – uh, yep. I assume they're competitors and, and probably much bigger than you, but maybe not. I'm thinking of like MailChimp and Constant Contact. Is Quantum, what you're talking about, the same thing, or do you combine? Yeah, your... here, here's the difference. Um, those platforms, so uh, MailChimp, GetResponse, Infusionsoft – uh, constant contact response are they yeah yeah they're all do-it-yourself platforms my platform is a done-for-you platform and that's the that's the difference so we do everything for you so our clients never really touch our platform we only use it internally but we designed it with much greater capability for analytics and also um, uh, that leads to being able to segment list into different categories, and then present offers to those categories. So it's a much more robust platform than a, a do-it-yourself platform. So I, I love your answer to that question. You said they're, they're do-it-yourself and you're done for, for you. you. Fantastic answer. I wonder how little... So what would I do? Just turn over my email list to you? In other words, doesn't the client have to be involved to some degree? It can't completely be done for them. Well, um, again, through thousands of tests, we've discovered a process that works really well, and it's in the book. Um, what we do is we create a five-part email sequence, yep. and we send it out over a 16-day period. We've, we've picked five days, five email parts, or the five email sequence and the 16 days because through the thousands of tests we've done, we find that that works the best. 
So what the client does is they turn over their email list, and then we work with them to develop a special offer. Yep. Usually it's a free gift with purchase because yep. that works really good. Um, the, the two parts of that is that, number one, the person's coming in and spending money because they, they have to make a purchase to get the free gift, and they're coming in because they want the free gift. So it's kind of the best of both worlds for the business. Um, and from, the, you know, from that process, uh, we, develop, we write all the emails. We write it in the voice of the yep, client, yep. And, uh, and it works really well. So, I, I, I get it totally now yeah. when you say done, done for you. Right. Um, so, so I would, if I'm a hypothetical client, I give you my email list. Correct. And we talk, and you learn my business. And then you put together the program, and you guys handle it from there, and I get the fruits of your labor. I benefit. Right. So all you really need to do is give us our list, approve the email sequence, yep. and service the clients when they come in. Love that. What about the list? How, so how, how small a list could you be working with? So um, depending upon the industry, we'll, we can do as little as 1,000 people on a list, but... Um, you know, the 1500 to 2500 range is a really good list that's going to generate revenue uh, and turn a profit, you know, right in the first 16-day period that we work with somebody. Fascinating. Do you, so, Ed, you know I do a lot of social media and I do a lot of creative. So, I, I again, I think we do very similar work for our clients. Maybe your, I feel you have more of a process in which maybe people like me, uh, working behind the scenes with you to help get done, meaning, you know, I, I'm the writer, I'm the guy who comes up with the ideas. Is that you, yourself, or do you have people who are in the shop with you? Or is, um, is that something you can so, share with us? Your, yeah, absolutely. Your, your secret so, sauce, um, if you will. The, the, all, all the people that work with me, they work with me virtually, yep. and they are um, either front-end sales, so I have appointment setters and salespeople on my team, and then... Um, I'm just about ready to bring on somebody to do some of the technical stuff. Gotcha. But I write all the copy because I am a trained copywriter and yeah. I've been doing it for 17 that. years. Um, so, um, so I write all the copy. But at this point, we really have sort of a formula that we use, and it's in the book. Um, yep, it and, is. And that formula just works really well. So we change the voice of it to match the person, but we don't change the formula. Interesting. So I'm usually brought in by clients when there isn't necessarily a formula in place. And frankly, they're not necessarily looking for a whole sequence of emails. They're looking for a, it might be a campaign. It, it could be a mix of email with social media. Mm -hmm. Do you, so about integrated marketing, do you get involved with the company's other marketing activities or are you working strictly with the email program and and not tying it into anything else they have going do, do you know what i mean by that yeah absolutely so um we work we work pretty much in the email realm only so we will do content marketing for people uh, on occasion and then the other thing we do is list building and we do that through viral contest so we actually have our own done for you viral contest platform it's called first contest and what that does is it helps build the email list. So if someone comes in with 1,000 or 1,500 people on their email list, we can quickly grow that to 2,500 over a couple months by wow. just running viral contests. Wow. And the cool part about the viral contest is we run the contest, 
We put two to 300 people on the list. And then as soon as the contest is done, we take all the non-winners and we run an email mar- marketing brilliant. campaign That's to brilliant. them and we bring revenue in. You mentioned uh, earlier before we started recording Dan Kennedy. I mm-hmm. saw him speak years ago. You mentioned him. It's reminded me. I saw him years ago when he talked about it's reminded me of the program he talked about with direct mail. Mm. Am, am I right? Didn't he publish a book, something yeah. like the ultimate sales letter? Yeah, actually, my first two marketing books were the ultimate sales letter and the ultimate marketing plan. <laughs> so those were the first two marketing books I ever read way back in like 2002. Well, I think you might have the ultimate email marketing plan right here, man. Well, I think we do. <laughs> it's pretty good. Wow. So um, let's, if you don't mind, talk about other – well, one more question. about. Can you talk about any specific case studies, any particular clients? I don't know if you can name any, but tell me the type of industry. Yeah, so right now we work a lot with day spas, med spas. Okay. Uh, salon and spas. Okay. So salon and spa is a like a hair salon, but also offers some spa. That's an actual company. That's to, well, they're called salons and spas. Oh, oh that, in, that vertical in, in, industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah vertical, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. So, um, so I'll give you a great example. We have a day spa that we work with down the Cape, and on the first campaign that we ran, we did a free gift with purchase. So book a ninety-minute massage and get a free facial lift mask. Now, here's what's cool about that. The reason why that works so well is number one is People already want to come in and get pampered. Yep. So so this was this was client reactivation. So this yep. was going to her past list of clients and prospects. So number one is they're going to book a massage and pay money for that. And number two is they're going to get a free gift with it valued at $45. So what happened was uh, we had nine people come in for the offer. Um, two of them were brand new clients that she never had before because we always ask people to bring a friend. Uh, she made the, the campaign brought in thirteen hundred and fifty dollars in revenue, just the campaign yep, in sixteen yep, days. Yep. Uh, she paid us uh, seven ninety five to do it. So okay. That was our fee for doing that. Yep. And um, that's affordable. That's right. reasonable. It's very reasonable. And then, um, but here's the other. Here's the best part. Those new clients are worth eighteen hundred dollars a piece to her over the next twelve months. So literally from one campaign, she generated over $4,000 in revenue for one campaign that cost her $795. I asked the right question because you gave an awesome answer. I mean, you had that, like, you know, you, 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 you had that from the get-go, Ed. Um, last night I went to an AMA Boston event, and one of the speakers on the panel was talking about what they do as an agency, and there were a lot of students in the audience and he said, but no matter how, uh, I'm paraphrasing, but he said, you know, we might get all this data and have all these answers, but where the rubber meets the road, again, I'm paraphrasing, is in articulating it to the client. And so where I'm going with this is you articulated, you know, that perfectly. You had the numbers. You, you It's a case study that you, you just recited yeah. Well, thank you. Well, I've, and, I've had a lot of practice with that. No, yeah. <laughs> and and so what I'm so so not only I think are you so you're a copywriter, you're you're an entrepreneur, but you're you're a businessman and you're also a great communicator. I mean, oh, you, you you really like you say you have the practice, but you 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 got it all going on, Ed. Thank you. Good Thanks, you, so Thanks so much. Thanks. Um, 
Now, but what just I like you. Thank you. You have it going on too. I have it going on in, in, in different much ways. better ways than I do oh, in, in, in some areas. Kind. You're too so. kind. But the so the the fee jumped out at me. To me, very affordable. So I imagine you have to scale. You have to have a bunch of those kind of clients, correct? Or yeah. So the goal really is to not just do a single campaign. Is to work with the client month after month, and that's why uh, we. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why we got into the virtual contest. So awesome. what we typically what we do is we do an email campaign to your list month one. Yep. Month two, we run the viral contest, build the list, yep. and bring some revenue in with that. Yep. Month three, we we add those people to the list, and now we do another email marketing campaign special offer. So pretty much every other month, we're doing a viral campaign in yep. email marketing. And you multiply it. So it's like a retainer, kind of, sort of? I mean, yeah, yeah. They, so they, it's, they so it's be signing up for Right. So it's it's... You know, it's seven ninety five per campaign, and yep. we do one per month, whether it's the contest or the well, email. So I'm going to throw you a curveball. What? So you know, I'm on my my own. My audience knows I'm on my own. I I've worked at agencies forever, and and the name of my book is Twenty Jobs, Twenty Lessons. My my crazy career working title. It may not be the final title. My crazy career from the junk mail to social media. So, but that that's. Past. That's my history. Now I'm on my own for the last two years or so. And I have clients here, there, and everywhere. I do teaching. I do consulting. I do copywriting. How would I, this, you know, let's say we were talking about me signing up for that five-email program. I love the idea. Uh, mm-hmm. what, what would you, how would we work on that? So the first if you don't mind giving me some free not, advice. Not, not at all. <laughs> so the first thing is to come up with an offer. You know, the, the thing that makes this work is the free gift with purchase. Just be honest with you. Yep. No, you know, this is perfect and, direct and, learning. And now... Um, Folks, and, you are learning a lot listening to Ed McDonough. I'm telling you. This thank, is like a, you. an education right here. Now, we have worked in the mortgage industry where we didn't do a free gift with offer. We did a, a free um, a mor- mortgage consultation. There was another word for yep. it. Um, and, um, Audit or assessment? Well, or? it was... No, it was, there was another... Uh, um, Adjective in there. Yeah, so anyway, okay. yep, anyway. Yep. Um, so uh, what happened was we took their past list of clients and we went back to them and said, look, let's do a free mortgage consultation because you may be able to save money by refinancing. Um, yep, so, you know, yep. so that wasn't a free gift with purchase, but it worked really well. Um, from my own personal standpoint, that's something that we're only going to do quarterly with a business. We're not going to work with them month after month because we'll burn out their list. What, um, if, what if they don't have a list or they only have 50 people or 100 people? Yeah, so typically that's not my client, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, if... Do you have a rent list to get that? That's not done like it used to be, is it? Yeah, so uh, so two things. All right. I'll, I'll get back to yeah, that in yeah, a minute. Threw, so, yeah. so first of all, um, we can just do viral contests for you and help you build your list. Build, yeah. But it's not an ideal way to start. And I will tell you up front that your campaigns are not going to be profitable out of the blocks like they would with somebody who has fifteen to 2500 on their right. list. Um, as far as buying lists go, purchase lists are very, very poor. It's yeah. not a good way to grow yep. your business. I agree. Um, I mean, that's everything I know. Well, I one agree. of the first things we do with everybody that we work with is we take their list and we actually scrub it for bad email addresses. Yep. Yep. That can be anywhere from 5 to 30% of those people yep. on the list can come right off. 
With a purchase list, it's closer to 50%, believe yeah. it or not. That's fascinating. Yeah. So, yeah. folks, what he's saying, you may be approached by, by vendors or you may be thinking of, of, of renting. It's renting a list, right? You don't yeah. buy it. Yeah, you, you can do both, actually. You can do both. Yeah. Okay. So, anyways, getting a list from a third party. Yeah, half that half of the names in that list are going to be bad, if you will. It, 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 they're not going to be great contacts. But um, if you build your own list, add say in five to five percent to twenty percent, depending yeah, upon how old the list is. Might be bad, um, but scrubbing your list is what's key before you you actually Here, use. Here's the other thing: the list you build, the people already know, hopefully like, and trust yeah, you. Yeah. At least they know you. Yep. Where, where a purchase list, nobody knows you. So the results you're going to get, you know, between having, yeah. you know, 30, 40, 50% of the names on the list are, are going to be bad to mm-hmm. begin with. And then you're sending an email out to people who don't know you. It, it's a tough way to do email. Marketing. I grew up in this industry. We learned back in the direct mail days, same with email, that the list is probably the most important piece of your your equation, if you will, the direct marketing equation. We the money to, is in the list. The money is in the list. And I, I have my – we used to say a, a bad offer to a good list works better than a good offer to a bad list. Perfect. So the list, you know, is first. Right. Offers right up there and then and creative actually was, was last in importance. Uh, of course, that's what I do. Mm. <laughs> but it's important. I would always say that. I would always say it may be the least important, but we can't drop the ball. Right. And, and that is the part that I've done my whole career is the creative part, uh, the copywriting, working with designers. And, and now I've evolved into social media. So I'm going to change course a little bit here, Ed. What about social media? Um, do any of, do you get involved in it for your clients, and if whether you do or not? Also, what about for yourself? Huh? What, what's your thing? What's your take on social media? Yeah. So first of all, um, I like to th- just think of everything as content, you know. And content is king, uh, I believe. Yep. You know. Agreed. I think what most people do is they do a poor job of prioritizing that content. What goes out where. So for for me personally, LinkedIn is my, you know, my platform of choice because I am a B2B business. So, you know, I sell, uh, I'm a business selling to other businesses and those businesses can be found on LinkedIn. And so that's why I choose LinkedIn as my primary platform to put content out, uh, you know, special offers and things like that. Uh, secondary is Facebook. Um, I, you know, I think you need a Facebook presence, and you should have one on a regular basis. Um, after that, that's all I do for my business. Okay. I'm not a Twitter guy. I don't Pinterest. I don't Instagram. <laughs> um, TikTok. Yeah, yeah, don't TikTok. <laughs> and you know what? All those things are good. It just depends on, in my opinion, two factors. Number one is the resources and time you can spend. Yeah. Right, that's number you one. You can't do it all. Right, you can't do it all. And number two is where's your target audience? Yep, I agree. Right, totally. So, so, and I think actually where your target audience is should be number one. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, if your audience um, isn't there, why right. use those channels? Although I will say again, as the social media guy, I do tell my clients you never know where your audience might be two, three years from now. Right. So it's good to have a. My feeling, bare minimum presence, or at least know how to use absolutely, those channels. Absolutely. Now, for my clients, for the day spas and the clients that I work with, it's a totally different story. You know, they need a big yeah. presence on social media yeah. because they're B two C, yeah, and their clients are on Facebook, yeah, and they're you know not so much on on 
uh, LinkedIn. Their Maybe clients, Instagram. Their clients are, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Instagram, yeah. Twitter, yeah. all those, yeah. all those channels. So um, I highly recommend it. Yep. Uh, I personally don't use it because it's just, you know, it, it all comes down to where's, where's You're your target audience and, and, you know, how much resources do you have? I see you as more left brain than right brain. Me, mm-hmm. I'm very right brain. I'm very, you know, creative, which means, yep. you know, I'm not necessarily as business focused as you are. Um, and, and again, that's where I, I, I give you props and, and kudos. Yeah, I'm, I'm naturally a left brain, but I yeah, can so switch you, to the right brain to do the creative stuff when I have to, like the copyright. He's like a superhero. Like folks. I don't know about that. <laughs> Is my Tell, cape showing? <laughs> what, yeah. <laughs> yeah, see? No, I just know. I, again, I know your secrets because we have secrets from back in the day. Right. So, <laughs> hey, we grew up in Franklin. We, we are all superheroes in some way Absolutely. or another, just surviving those years, right? Yeah. Yeah. Back in the 70s. Holy cow. Rough and tumble years. Did, did you learn anything back? Seriously, it, does any of what you're doing now reflect on what you learned back in Franklin High School? Or I don't really don't think so. I mean, uh, I you know Can you I was, remember what? Uh, <laughs> like me, well, that's, yeah, that's like, challenge number one. Some I mean, of those memories for pretty me big part of playing football. Yeah. You know, so uh, don't don't have a lot of education memories yeah. from back in the day. Did um, you say like I loved English? I will say I loved writing. In yeah, see, I, I, it was funny because um, first of all, I don't I don't know how to type because. In, in 1976, why would a guy take typing? But, you know, right. I took typing in high school. Yeah. I did. Well, yeah. Well, I can so. see that, right, because you love writing. <laughs> but I didn't. So so today I still yeah. hunt and peck. Wow. Um, and I've but, seen people do that. Yeah, and it I, sometimes I, surprises me, I but can, not everyone yeah. took typing. Yeah. yeah, I didn't take typing and, because, you, just, you know. And older people like ourselves, if I may right. put us in that bracket, um, Unlike kids today, they're growing up with the phone and the yeah. computers. Yeah, they type we, with their thumbs. Did. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my son types with his thumbs, right? So, uh, so, so yeah. So not typing. What about English writing? No, I was I was the yeah. analytical guy. So yeah. excelled in math yeah. and science. You it know, shows. that was that was my thing because that's my natural. Yeah. You know that's my natural path. And now you've you've kind of overlapped, uh, or, or what, you've strayed a little. Like you say, you can turn on that right brain. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, um, back when I was around forty years old, I really got into meditation, and um, so I'm actually learned how to teach meditation. Oh I practice um, some, something called qigong, which is a Chinese exercise. It's not a martial art, but a lot of the martial arts are based on it. And that really helped open up my right side of my brain to be more creative. Fascinating. And, you know, and be able to switch it on. Would that so, help open up my left? Does it go both ways? I'm sure, I'm sure it will, you know, <laughs> like anything. It, it, I, I, uh, well, just take me further off to the right. I liken it to, um, to learning a sport. You yeah, know, yeah. so you're a runner, yeah, right? Yes, I am. So the the only way you can run a marathon is if you practice all the time. Yeah. You know that, and right? And there's a lot of mindfulness or whatever the term would be in running a marathon because you've right. got to fo- yeah. you've got to focus or or let you or the opposite. You just got to go with it. You know, Absolutely. roll with it. Absolutely. Know that there's pain involved. Know that there's endurance involved. So meditation and qigong are exactly like that. Oh. You have to practice all the time, you know. And so that's part of my Did daily we play ritual. Did football together? Were we on the yeah. same, like, freshman? And yeah. I didn't go very far, though. I didn't play uh, varsity uh, or anything. I played till I was a junior. Okay. Yeah, football, I think I only played freshman year. Yeah. In high school. I remember in we were seventh, on the, seventh and eighth grade. That's really how I remember that's the most. Well, yeah. And then we were on track together, too. That's right. Yeah. 
You threw, did you throw the shotgun? Javelin. The javelin. Yeah. Yeah, and I ran long distance. Yeah. Look at that. Now all the memories are coming back. Wow, it's amazing. It's uh, I love this. I mean, this, so so folks, yeah. I mean, I've told you the story. I mean, how how Ed and I reconnected, and 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 after all these years, and to think that we're doing very similar things at this time in in our lives. What what about marketing in 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 the wild, if you will? What brands? What people? Do you follow? Do you, in other words, is, who inspires you in terms of marketing in, in this day and age? Is, yeah, so you know, it could uh, be an individual um, or a company or. I'm pretty old school. And, you know, so I honestly believe that marketing hasn't changed since, you know, since people, since the 1800s. It's still the same process. Identify your target audience. And put a message in front of them that's going to get them to take action, you know. And that's what I learned from Dan Kennedy and yeah. all the people that I followed, a lot of his disciples. Um, you know, they all kind of regurgitate the same thing in a, mm-hmm. in a different way. Mm-hmm. But at the core, it's it's really understanding who your target market is, and then number two, understanding who they are. Number two is. Uh, Finding out where to reach them. How do you reach that target yep, audience? Where, where, where they're hanging. And then with, the third part, where you and I come in, is putting a message in front of them that gets them to take action. It's that simple, you know. Um, it's it's not any people make it harder and complicated. It's not the platform. It doesn't matter if it's social media. You know, direct mail still works really well. Yes, Email marketing yes. is phenomenal. Uh, you know, uh, podcasting, video, they all work extremely well if. You have the first three parts. You know, if you know who your target market is, Audience. if you know how to get that media in front of them, yep. and then you present a message that gets them to take action. That is brilliant. And, and if I was taking notes, I'd, I'd, I'd repeat that. But, <laughs> but it is captured on, on in this podcast. You just, you know, nugget, gold nuggets here. You're, you're, Thank you. You're uh, dropping left and right knowledge bombs. Um but you mentioned Dan Kennedy. Any other in, 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 inspirations, uh, people who um, – any books? Uh, yeah. So, you know, I like, um, you know, Gary Vandichuk. I mean, yeah, he's, Gary he's, V. He's, he's, he's good. Yep. Uh, someone that I really like is Simon Sinek. Um, I know that Start name. with Why is his book. Start, awesome start book. Start with Why. Awesome book. And it talks about rather than, you know, start with your product, start with why you're selling your product. Yep. Um, great, great book. Okay. And good, he's, good he's got a great TED Talk, too. Wow. Right? Yeah. I will look uh, him up. I, I definitely yeah. have heard the name. Gary V. Uh, yeah. everybody knows Gary V. He's inspired so many people to to use social media and, and to to go into business and to not be shy. Right. And to inspire anybody uh, can pursue their dreams, and those dreams can come true if you, you just – Follow his advice and actually do it instead of just talking about it. You know we, that's the difference. Is is a lot of people talk about it, but you got to walk the walk. And, right. and clearly, that's what you're doing. And um, any brands, any what do you think of TV advertising nowadays or radio advertising? Or what do you think of, of mainstream advertising? Do you, do, you, do you like me? Are you a little uh, tired of the same old, same old? Even though you did say. If it works, right? But, but right. frankly, I find a lot of repetitious, and and, well, and I, I don't know if it's working like it used to. There's two types of marketing, and there's there's you know what I call a direct response marketing, which is what we learned from Dan Kennedy. Yes, and then there's um, you know uh, 
every, uh, there's uh, branding marketing. So, you know, things like billboards, TV, radio, they're more of a branding thing. They're a, they're a top of mind, keeping your name and brand out there um, so that people are aware. You know, they don't fly the Goodyear blimp over Gillette Stadium here in Foxborough um, during a Patriots game because they think at halftime someone's going to go out and run, and run out and buy four new tires for their car and right, they're going right. to pick Goodyear. They, right. It's an awareness thing. Yep. You know, when you think of tires, you think of Goodyear because you see their name everywhere. Yep. Very effective marketing if you have a big budget. Yeah. You know, yeah. for small guys like us, we don't have that big budget. Yeah. So we need to do something that's more streamlined and more effective. And that's where direct response marketing laser comes targeted. in. Yeah, and, it's and laser I, targeted. You, you right. say you learned it from Dan Kennedy. I, I, you know, started as a direct response copywriter, 1983 for RCA Direct Marketing. I wrote for the Record and Tape Club, hmm. and and that's vinyl. And 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 I bought some of that stuff. You probably of, did because of your ads. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I win. I was, yeah. <laughs> You win too because yeah. twelve records for a penny. It was awesome. Yeah. Did you come up with that idea? Uh, no, I uh, can't claim. It, it was claim. it was good. I executed on that idea. There you go. I mean, that's a brilliant offer. Twelve yes. records for a penny. Then you would get sent a record or tape, the record of the month, yeah. every month. Um, those are called negative option clubs, mm. the record yep. in book clubs, because you'd automatically get the record or the book unless you said, I don't want it. Right. And you only had a little bit of time to say, I don't want it. And send it back. Yeah. yeah. So the marketers, and I was one of them, but again, I wasn't the strategist. I wasn't mm. the, the top dog. That that guy or gal made lots of money, probably. <laughs> I was the one just writing you know, uh, variations of that offer, right. creative ways to get that offer across. And we bet on people either, frankly, forgetting <laughs> to send back that card and say no, or just being a little, you know, inertia. You know, yeah, I'll get it. It looks like a good album. And, and it's why gyms have a monthly membership. Yeah, right? yeah, it's because memberships. They're, yeah, they're, 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 believe it. The the business model for a gym is based on X amount of percent of people not coming every month. Yeah, it really is, and that's why they do the monthly membership because they know forty to sixty percent of the people aren't going to come every month. If they did, they'd the be ch- overwhelmed. They'd, they'd be-, be overwhelmed, and their equipment maintenance expense would be out of the world. And that's what it's about. It's about equipment maintenance, not about too many people in the yeah, gym. Yeah, it's about maintaining the equipment. Yeah. So we're talking about subscription models, really. Yeah. yeah. And it's something. Geez, you you are right. And I get a goal when you said you know a lot of it hasn't changed. So I'm um, you know glorifying that that you know negative option um, membership where you get a record of books sent to you every month. It's very similar to gym memberships. It's very similar to retainer contracts. Yeah. I mean that's the way to go in sales and marketing. You want people. And, and sometimes we're on, on the receiving end of these deals, you know, and sometimes as marketers, we're, we're putting these offers out there. You want people um, committed, not just saying, I'll, I'll buy from you every once in a while. You want them buying from you every month on a regular basis, and you want to be able to count on that. Right. Continuity programs. Is yeah, continuity right. programs. Yep. Where if, if I bought you a coffee today, yep. iced coffee, and where did I go? I went to Cumbies, Cumberland Farms, 99 cents. I know because I've heard an ad that they, and I do that every once in a while, but they're trying a coffee club. I've heard it advertised. Mm. I'm not sure the exact price. It's like 20 or $25 a month. And you can get all, well, I think you can get two coffees a day. Mm. And, you know, you, yeah. if you drank two coffees a day and went to Cumbies, 
every day, there would be more than it'd be a great, great deal. But but at the same time, they're you know right. getting you to commit to exactly. a twenty five dollar a month right. instead of people like me who only go in there once every few weeks and buy a couple exactly. of ninety nine cent coffees. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm. Yeah. Just. Thinking of examples of, of this is marketing. It's 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 tried and true. Um, what else Ed, is, are you doing today uh, in, in terms of your business? You, you do a little bit of speaking. I do some speaking. I do some teaching. Uh, I love to teach. Yep. Um, I've been doing some work with uh, Score out of Rhode Island. Yeah. Um, I so know I, about Score. I, I yeah. do some classes down there. Um, I taught uh, actually over at um, Tri County. In Franklin, yep. their adult ed program, awesome. I taught there for many, many years. You and I have done similar things because I dabble in teaching. You know that. Yeah, so yeah. I, I I love to teach. Uh, right now, I'm actually working with uh, a couple of interns. So they do some uh, market research for me. And uh, in turn, I teach them about digital marketing, digital yeah. agency, stuff like trade-off. that. Yep. Yeah, so it's a little bit of a trade-off. So um, that works really well. Um, and then I also do in-person networking. You know, I'm still a big fan of, of supporting local businesses, being visible in the community. Um, I just spoke at the marketing camp uh, we uh, down in um, Rhode Island mm-hmm. um, this past October, mm-hmm. um, or September rather. So, um, yeah, so, you know, just I like to stay plugged in locally. That's but awesome. My, yeah. vi- my business is really virtual. <laughs> yeah, you know? so you could work. So you, you let's say this day spa was located in California. You could still do yeah, work. Yeah, yeah, so we work yeah. with, you know, we work with clients all over the country. Well, you and I got to hook up, man. I yeah. Mean, we have complementary skills, uh, like I say, parallel professional lives and and. Parallel lives, period, because you know we we have you know Franklin in our roots. That's right, and and in our blood, in our blood. <laughs> yeah, you can take the kid out of Franklin, but you can't take the Franklin out, out of, of the, the kid. kid. Very Something good. like that. Yeah. Very well said. Um, any advice for people if they were you know just launching? A marketing campaign now besides hiring Ed McDonough or Bob yeah, Cargill. Yeah, yeah <laughs> absolutely. You know, I think. Um, so, you know, I've literally spoke to thousands of businesses, you know, over the past 10 years. And the number one thing that I see, the number one reason why businesses struggle and fail, I believe, is because they don't have a concrete marketing plan. They haven't sat down and put together a marketing calendar or some kind of plan that says, these are the one, two, three things I'm going to do every month. Um, they have the shiny object syndrome, you know. So they somebody says Instagram, and they all of a sudden think yep. they need to be an Instagram business. Yep. And then, you know, somebody says LinkedIn, and oh no, I got to go over to LinkedIn. So my advice is always develop a marketing strategy. Call Bob, have him sit down with you, and, and and develop a marketing yeah. strategy that makes sense for your business. Well, my marketing strategy would now include the email marketing advantage from Ed McDonough. There you go. You know, I mean, um, between us, where, you know, yeah, how can they go yeah, wrong? A dynamic duo here. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but... No, but, good advice. Yeah, very yeah good but advice. seriously, it's it's about developing a plan that's going to bring, that's measurable, Yep. and that's going to bring profit into your business. One of the reasons we do email marketing is because it's measurable, and it's profitable yeah. for the business, not for my company. It's profitable for my company, too, but it's profitable for the business. Of course. And I want to be able to show you how in 16 days I'm going to put money in your pocket. You're going to pay my – just like the case study I talked about yeah. earlier. You're going to pay my fee, and there's going to be money in your pocket, and you have new clients. And from that one campaign, you're going to be able to generate business 
for the next you know, six to 12 months. Boom. I mean, to me, it's a, it's a no-brainer, Ed. Um, if people want to talk to you, reach you, how can they find you? Uh, the best thing is to visit my website, which is ecemarketingservices.com. ecemarketingservices.com. That is Ed's website. Yep. And this has been Ed McDonough with an amazingly, ridiculously awesome advice, amazingly good advice and, and insight and information. It, folks, I mean, Ed and I, we haven't had a conversation like this maybe ever, even though we hung out a little bit in high school. we Back then, we didn't converse very We're talking about other things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're doing other things and talking about other things. That's right. Um, to talk marketing with Ed McDonough, you know, it's been a, a thrill and an honor and a privilege, Ed. Thanks for coming. And right back at you, Bob. Thank right you. Right back at you. Thank you, man. Thanks for coming all the way from Walpole to, to Hudson on this beautiful Friday afternoon. It, uh, it has been a great time talking to Ed McDonough. This is Bob Cargill from Bob Cargill's Marketing Show. Thank you to all of you who tune in, who listen, and I hope you enjoy this. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I look forward to talking to you again soon.